today on Christian Talk, labeling people by their issues. You ever find out something about someone that you know, and it was quite shocking, but because you know about something they did wrong or even done period that you don't, that you're not sitting comfortable with, you keep labeling them according to the information that was given. Let me give you an example. Imagine that you find out that a girl that you know had given away a child at a young age. And because of that, you feel that they're irresponsible. You just label them that way. You can't give them $30 to hold on because you think they're going to misuse it or they're just going to give it away because it's not important to them. Or you just forever think anything that they do is going to be irresponsible just based on the information that you were given back in the day. Listen, we're all not innocent. We all have those struggles. But today we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about labeling people by their issues. So hold on to your boots, my Christian talk friends. We're going to talk about it. Well, hello, everyone. I'm your host, Melissa Richards. And I am back for season two. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about labeling people by their issues. Do we do it? Is it okay? And if it's not okay, what do we do about it? But today, I have some very special guests that will be talking, to, joining this 15-minute com- conversation today. And I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves. Hey, everyone. I'm Maria Anderson. I'm so excited to be a part of this discussion today. It's an interesting topic, and I think we have a lot to talk about. All right. And I am Dominique Raymond. And again, super excited to be here on the podcast and looking forward to this conversation today. Hey, hey, I'm excited. Well, we're talking about labeling people by their issues. And if you don't know what that is, it's if you see someone and you know that there's something wrong with them or not even necessarily something wrong with them, they did something and you forever label them that way. Or even saying to someone, you're nasty or you're silly, you're silly, or you, you don't have much sense or why are you being weird? Are you retarded? Or you just don't look right. Labeling people like, I, I don't know how to say it in any other words, but it's not a good thing. What do you guys think mm-hmm. about that? Well, you know, labels hold a lot of meaning and they can either be for good or for bad. So we got to be really careful for sure. By far. By Most far. definitely. I think that um, it's very important to be careful um, or maybe just to not put labels on people because these are things that can stay with people for the rest of their lives, right? Like... Right. It's not a small matter. And that's that's a good point there. Like I wanted us I want us to talk about, you know, do you know when you're young, people just say words to people? Like, can you imagine mm-hmm. you having a child and you say to the child, mm-hmm. um, you're silly, you make no sense. And you've been and that child is hearing that consistently all day, every day, not every well quite often in their life. And then they grow up and then you're wondering why this child is not trying to excel or go to another level, but Mm -hmm. you've been telling this child they're silly and they make no sense all this time. So when you're labeling them, what kind, what do you think the outcome would be? I think we need to be very careful because you have to remember also that life and death lies in the power of the tongue, right? You're Mm -hmm. speaking these things over your children. So what do you think the outcome is going to be if you continue to say these um, not good, hurtful, mean things to your children over time. 
it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like you're speaking it over their life. So you need to speak positive things over their life, not negative. Mm-hmm. And I also believe that when you hear something enough, you start speaking those words to yourself. So we have to be very mm-hmm. careful. It's not just coming from the outside. It could be coming from the inside and what they're telling themselves too. That's true. I Keep going. Yeah. Like I, I definitely think that that voice that people hear as their children growing up then becomes like that voice in your own mind, mm-hmm. you know, like telling you that, Oh, I'm, I'm not this, I'm not that I'm not good enough. I'm, I'm stupid. I'm this, I'm that. And now it's not just what your, your, your mother or your teacher or whoever told you it's what you're telling yourself over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that's so true because, you know, when a child here, when you're labeling someone and other people can hear it, they then start calling that person the same name. So they're like Mm -hmm. confirming that name. So Mm -hmm. if a a parent is calling the child nasty or uh, you're silly, you make no sense. And then people hear that consistently all the time. Then they start calling the child and they're like, oh, that's confirmation. It must be true. It's more than one person saying it. So we got to be careful with our, our our words because our words have power in such a way that we start convincing people, not only the person that we're labeling, but the people around, we start convincing them that the name that we're labeling them is true. I agree. So at work, when I'm coaching parents and talking to parents, we say, be careful how you say things. Mm -hmm. And even with the corrections that you're giving, we want to put it in a positive spin because they're more likely to do it when you put it in a positive spin. And this literally applies to all areas of our life. A hundred percent. And I I think that when you bring it to people's attention, like, like, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't, I didn't notice that I was labeling people. So I'm guilty. Mm. I confess. Uh, I label people myself and, and it's not necessarily, a. am labeling them in a bad w- w- way. Mm-hmm. Like I'll say things like, uh, I think you can do that a little bit better. Smart mouth. <laughs> I, I, th- I think you're pretty witty with your, your, you're quite the witty person. eh? you're witty with your mouth. And I may, it may even come off good, but then that person will think it's okay having a witty mouth. It's not okay. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm saying it in a joke, it's mm-hmm. not okay. It makes me, now that I'm even having this conversation and also doing research on it, 93% of labels are always, most of them have negative effects. Mm-hmm. And we, we try to try to spit it off and try to make it positive because we put a little joke with it, but it's never okay. Mm-hmm. And especially we start with the little kids with it, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you adults nowadays and you're like, why is this person so mean? <laughs> like, yeah. why, why are they so mean? And then when you check out a lot of things that they were, were, they were told, you know, can you imagine someone telling you you were a mean person all your life? And then when you're an adult, you, you actually play the part. Mm. Um, you know what? I think you were mentioning that you notice yourself doing, and I think we all, put labels on people. It's not something that we intentionally do or we think about being mean about it, but we all do it. It's easier to see it in someone else necessarily versus ourselves. We're quicker to say, you know, I'm not a bad person, so it's not coming from a mean place. But when we look at other people, we're not as quick to be like, oh, okay, you know, that's not coming from a bad place. So we label them by their issues. We label them by how they're treating us. Mm-hmm. What does that say about the person labeling? Like, what does that say? Like, why do you think Mm -hmm. we do it? Like, why do we find that we are looking at someone and then we're trying to label them in a certain category? Do you find that we put people in a box? Like we just, Mm -hmm. 
you know, it's easier for me to to look at this person by putting them in this kind of a box. You're the silly box or you make no sense box mm-hmm. or, you, you know, you're a mean person box. So, you know, it's easier for us to just label people in different categories. I think it is um, a thing that we do and it's easier to sort of get an idea of how each person is. But it's so much easier, like I was saying before, to see something in someone else. So we have to actively look at ourselves in order to change that, right? It's sort of our innate processes that we go through when we're going throughout our lives, but we have to look to actively change those thought patterns to make them more beneficial for everybody. Good point. I always say, what if my mom always says, uh, what you speak is what you're thinking, what's in your heart, right? Mm-hmm. And sure. isn't it funny that when you're seeing someone, why don't we see their good to label them by good things? Like, why can't I see you and say, um, what a beautiful girl? Or mm-hmm. you have such a great heart. You're very kind and loving, generous, giving. You know, you, you're you a giving person. And it just even, even saying it now, it even sounds weird because it's not something that's common. <laughs> like, who walks around and saying, what a grateful person you are. What a, You're very giving. You speak very well. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound well because that it's not something that we practice all the time and it makes it weird. And you know what? I think we need to start that. We need to start labeling people, not even labeling people because people have names. We can talk Mm -hmm. to them. (laughs) Everyone has a name. We can call them by their names. And I was reading something and they're like, you know, food has labels, not people. We shouldn't Mm -hmm. be labeling people. And I didn't realize that labeling could lead to lead to mental illness. And I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. that yep. deep. Right. And I never thought of that. And and now that I think of it, now I'm very cautious on how I approach people or what mm-hmm. kind of jokes I make and what, how I label them or if I do. And right now I think I'm just going to be practicing not labeling people on a whole. Right. Mm-hmm. And what about old people? Like, come on now. Like how many times like people are like, you know, old people, they, they, they don't smell too well or like, come on, if we're, if we're going to be real with it, like when people label them as not smelling people or they can't do things Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. um, they need extra help, they're needy and things like that. Like when you think about old people, we label old people, we label middle-aged people and we label children and the poor children are suffering. And then when they get to adults, we're wondering why not Mm -hmm. realizing our words have a greater effect in their lives today than it did before because we Mm -hmm. thought it was a joke, right? Yeah. So I just think it as a, as a Christian, it's important to remember that God is trying to take those labels off of us, Mm -hmm. right? Like, especially those maybe more so negative labels. Mm -hmm. And what he's trying to do is he's trying to free us from that, right? Mm -hmm. Like you are not that label. You are not your sin. You are, Mm -hmm. you know, you are Melissa, you are Maria, you are Dominique. You are not a liar. You are not a thief. You may have lied. You may have stolen but that is not who you are. It's something that you have done, but a behavior that can be changed. And I think that is the the hope that we have um, mm-hmm. in God, that he is able to change us and take those labels off of us. Praise the Lord. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's what we should be striving to do. And especially as a Christian, right? We should be striving to live that life and look at individuals the way that Christ looks at individuals. And he doesn't label Mm -hmm. us by our sins and think, 
thank God for that, right? If each mm-hmm. one of our sins were laid out for the world to see, have mercy. I'll be on equal playing ground, right? So 100%. we need to strive to be the way that Christ is. And that's why I seek the Lord so in everything that I do, because it also, the closer I get to God is the more I recognize my sins. And that it's, I don't point outwards. I always point to myself and I realize where I'm going wrong. And as I said before, like there's a scripture that comes to mind that helps me with this and which is Ezekiel 36, 20, 36 chapter, chapter 36 verses 26 to 27. And it says, I will give you a new heart and a new spirit and I will put within you, put it within you and I will remove that heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and be careful to obey my my rules. And it just lets mm-hmm. you know that we can't do this by ourselves. Naturally, mm-hmm. we're going to end up labeling and we need God. We have to understand our need for God. And the more you give yourself over to God and allow the Holy Spirit to speak in and through you, you'll find yourself not, you're not looking at people the way you naturally see them. You'll start mm-hmm. looking at them the way God sees them. So you're no lo- longer looking at them as that silly, uh, make sense, not nonsense kind of person. You're like, mm-hmm. they are God's people like these are God created this person why would I say something to this person that will make them feel beneath themselves or even beneath me that is not the direction that God wants us to go in Mm -hmm. so when I think about um, labels and putting labels on people I think to the woman caught in adultery Mm. and here you have this woman and you know they bring her to Jesus you know and this woman caught in adultery like that's that big dude there's no name for her. She's just a woman caught in adultery. Mm-hmm. Like if there's not a, if that's not a <laughs> label, <laughs> I yeah. don't know what it is. And, you know, a lot of people have their theories about what Jesus wrote when he, you know, wrote on the ground. And mm-hmm. some people say that, you know, like he was kind of putting out, you know, people's sins and stuff like that. And then he turned to them and he said, who, any of you who are without sin cast the first stone. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Like yeah, if, what, if that doesn't like put all of us level, all of us at the cross, like, I don't know what does, but the beautiful thing about that is that when, once everyone walked away, he was like, where are the people who are accusing you? And mm-hmm. she was like, nobody. He was like, well, there go you go, go no forward more. and sin no more. And that was him taking that label off of her and now saying, you now can go forward and not be the woman caught in adultery, quote unquote. You know what I mean? You can rewrite your story now. You know, if she, if they had stoned her and she had died, mm-hmm. she would have been, she would have died, the woman caught in adultery. And that would have been the end of it for her. But now Jesus has given her a new, a, a new opportunity to, to, to live and to, and to put, well, to take that label off and to, you know, mm-hmm. live in freedom to, to be who he wants her to be now. And the way that he presented himself, it was without judgment, without mm-hmm. condemnation, right? And we don't want to look at someone else's speck in their eye while we have a log in our own eye. Yes. And Jesus always just came in, and it was how he came in and and spoke with you. It wasn't condemnation. And the woman at the well, he told her about her whole life story <laughs> without condemnation. So he could lay out all the things that were maybe what we would consider bad things and label her upon, but he just spoke to her in a way that allowed her to see what the issues were and to want to make a change and spread about his love. Mm-hmm. Who is this man? 
are we carrying ourselves in the same manner? Yes, and it's a hundred percent because mm-hmm. the reality is when we when we're labeling people, our view could only go so far. Mm-hmm. Like imagine you see someone in a a, a wheelchair, right? Yeah. And you're labeling them as um you in your mind you're like this person can't go so far. So um, I'm labeling them. This is the the handicap. Mm-hmm. This is this is mm-hmm. the handicap, and you know his future doesn't seem. You know you just have all these thoughts, and you and let me tell you something. Because there's a lot of great people out there allowing God to to use them. Mm-hmm. There's you're seeing people in wheelchairs doing everything else that everyone else is doing, mm-hmm. even driving now, mm-hmm. right? Because they went outside the box. They're not put. They're not putting people in that box. They're like what Jesus did, just like you said, mm-hmm. Dom. You were saying how Jesus said, "Go and sin no more." He's like, "Listen, you're, I forget." Go and sin no more. You did this, but this is not how I'm seeing you. I will mm-hmm. cover you. Move forward. Now, when we start to believe and know that when God forgives us for our sins because we repented, we mm-hmm. then will have a kind and consider considerable heart and we'll have more empathy with other people. So when we start seeing people, we no longer see them the way we naturally see them. We see them according to what Jesus, how Jesus sees them. And I think that that that's important. So when we were talking about, so how do we fix that? We go to God. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. naturally we were, we're going to look at them that way, but how do you fix it? Go to God, spend time with God. The closer you get to God is the more that he can teach you and transform you. And then you were in your training. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And it's funny because I have a soft spot for quote unquote, bad people. <laughs> I have a okay. soft spot. I do. I have a soft spot in my heart and especially kids. <laughs> what people label as that's the bad kid or the troublemaker. I have a soft spot in my heart for them and oftentimes when you invest and you talk to them, you get the story behind mm. it. It's not often that surface level. You get the story and you understand them and I think that's the whole point is where Jesus came, he invested in people. And then that created a change. It allowed them to be them, their real self yes. <laughs> and through him. You know what I mean? So I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Invest in, in time in, mm-hmm. in someone, right? Get that story. Don't just sit and see something and label someone. Even if you know something, like even if someone did something wrong, don't, mm-hmm. you can't label them. Like you, you're like, if someone did something wrong, you're going to hold that on them. Like you've never done anything. And I'm not suggesting, and, and I'm, and let me bring my tone down a little bit because I'm not, <laughs> let me just, I'm, I'm here getting amped. I'm getting, I'm getting upset because I'm like, I have to recognize I've done it as well. I, oh, yeah. I know that I've done it as well. And I have to recognize that that's just not the way to go. Mm-hmm. And when you know better, you got to do better. And, and just mm-hmm. like you said, a soft spot for children. I have a soft spot for people in general. When I know that people are attacking them, I just want to jump in front of them and just help them because everyone has a story. And then the reality is people Mm -hmm. don't even want to know your story. Mm -hmm. They are quite comfortable just labeling you Mm -hmm. as whatever they come up with and then walking away. And that's just a sad thing nowadays. Yeah, like, and I just like, I think we need to make it personal. Like, how would you feel if you made a mistake and people constantly labeled you by that mistake for the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you've already asked God for forgiveness and you've put it behind you, then what right does another human being have to hold that over your head 
for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. Like mm-hmm. it is in the past that label, that mistake doesn't need to be attached to me anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I've let that go in Jesus name. So you have no right to hold that over me. And I think that if we look at it from that perspective, and if we think to ourselves, well, I wouldn't want someone to hold my past over me. So let me not hold somebody else's past over that. Mm-hmm. Great mm-hmm. point. Great point. And I think once we start dealing with our own skeletons, as mm-hmm. I would say, mm-hmm. dealing with ourselves, uh, I find that once we deal with ourselves, then it'll be easier to deal with other people. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a really great conversation that we had, and I wish we can go on. And this topic, we can go on for hours. <laughs> but Dominique, you know how I go out. What do I say at, at, at the end of each episode? 1031. Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Yes. Amen. See you next time. Mm-hmm.